Okay, so we have a draft to talk about. It might even take the whole show. That That is the plan. Last night, we were invited into Billy Muzio's draft, FFWC. Congrats to Billy on his new full-time position. And we'll talk about that as well as we go tonight. But, I mean, some heavy hitters in there. And Adam. See, I, I feel like I'm joking about you all the time. And I don't even really mean it. And it's not even funny. It but, is. Uh, <laughs> it's the best. All right. Jared Smola in there. We got a lot to talk about. We'll show you the board and go round by round. This will be fun. We'll talk about players. Like, it's not just going to be, oh, how do you think you did? Uh, B plus. No, we want to talk about specific players chosen along the way. And, you know, tell us, tell you what we think we would do with those players and what we think. So thanks for joining us. Uh, sit back, relax. This is the deep end. Don't worry about the hard. Seriously, I was thinking about that. It bothered me. Most most days when I wake up, the first thought I have is something that bothers me. And it was, so at the end of last night, Adam, he wanted, Billy wanted everybody who was in the draft to come back and talk about like a curtain call almost, but also talk about how it went and pick our favorite teams. And I said something like, what isn't surprising is that Adam is in here. <laughs> But like, why is that? Why is that funny? I mean, I, I don't, I don't have any idea. So it bothered me to think like maybe uh, I said something that uh, upset you. I guess I'm not too worried about your feelings about me. At no, point. never, never worry about my my feelings. I have three children. My feelings are not; they don't exist. Okay, so <laughs> have you ever, Mike? Have you ever had a show? Like if you're about, you're about to go on the air, you know, at, at GR or whatever, and you just have a have just a, a blowout with one of your like, I'm like, everyone do your homework, everybody's got to go to bed, and like eight seconds later, I'm trying to do a a, a podcast. You know, I got that was last night or tonight. That was right right now. That was oh, no. four minutes ago. <laughs> oh no, I've definitely done lots of shows when my mind was on other things when the light went on. Uh, but- so funny. That's why, well, not exactly, but what I'm thinking of is through the pandemic, I always wanted to go to the station because the kids would be home. I mean, they weren't going to school in the end of 2020 or 21, like they were home all the time. And my wife was home, which was good for me. But then she got, you know, she was trying to do her job, which probably was impossible, keeping the kids on task. And I just wanted to get out of there. Like, I'd I got to get to work and I always liked the it sort of felt comfortable to go to the studio and not have things like that happen. But then I'm a bad dad. So tomorrow morning I'll wake up thinking about that. <laughs> All right. So here is the board yep, from I'm last night. I'm just, I'm just retweeting uh, okay. so everyone can join us and, and, uh, and talk yep. trash about my picks and your picks and have a, have a, have a good time. All right. Yes. So this wasn't before we even dig into it. This is another round of what am I doing here uh, last night? I mean, this this draft was a bunch of powerhouses. And I definitely, you know, what what I want, it felt like the bare knuckle ad. I'm like, I just wanted to hold my own. And my goals have to be higher than that this year. Like, because last year I was able to. I didn't win. We didn't win Bear Knuckle. We finished fifth, I think, which was isn't, isn't bad, but it's same as twelfth in terms of payout. So I'm a little bit 
I don't know, not conservative, but just worried all the time. There's here it is again already. Um, just don't make a pick that embarrasses you. <laughs> and you know, we'll we'll go through this, and you can tell me if I was uh, successful. For sure. Do you, do you want me to? Do you want me to start? You want me to start with my team, your team? What, what, what do you think? Well, uh, we should start with you. Okay. So this is last night's 24-round FFWC best ball draft, PPR, yep. not tight end premium. That's obvious. If you if you play in both pools, you can tell right away. In this case, it's blue. In the other case, it's what, purple? Yep. Uh, you can tell right away. that that's the, that's the big notable difference. Is it the only difference, Adam? I mean, in, in this format, in a best ball draft over at FFPC – is there is there another structural difference here versus there other than tight end? Um, yeah. So even the best ball. So the best ball at FFPC is is two running backs, two receivers, two flex. Right. This is two running backs, three receivers, one flex. Right. So to me, that makes a, a a massive difference, and it should to to everybody having to start three three receivers makes them much more valuable in. And I think I said this on the show last night with Billy is, you know, in a, in a regular best ball, I'm always looking to go running back early. And, but when, uh, if for, for FFPC or for underdog, right. So underdog, you only uh, underdog, you have to start three. Right. So, so even, even there, you're looking to go receiver a little, a little bit earlier, but, um, but yeah, when you start three receivers and a flex and you want your flex to be a receiver, because receivers score more points at the level that you're taking those flex players. Um, so you're going to, it, it makes it interesting because uh, normally when I'm pounding running back, as you'll see from, from my draft here, I ended up taking receivers early because you have to start three. Well, you took future hall of famer, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I, I wasn't ready to sort of use CD lamb yet, uh, <laughs> but you know, maybe what are the odds? Are they, Seven to one that CD Lamb makes the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Gosh, are they uh, that high? Great. He, he should be on a team that gives him right what he needs. That's that's right. McCaffrey at uh, one hundred and two. That's your brand. That's my brand, and I feel like I'm, I'm glad I get to. I'm glad I get to put put my mark on that that, that brand uh, uh, as as much as possible. You know what's so funny is I I I think I've had the one pick in a draft once. Um, I've had the two pick a couple times. I never get to test my McCaffrey like. Three, four, five. I I have seven, eight, nine. I want to. I feel like I'm not being. Able, I'm not able to get him at any value because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to get him at three or four or five or six, but I'm always seven. He never really goes at six. Now these super flex underdogs, I'm able. I'm able to get him, but that that, that doesn't really count. So, um. But yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, McCaffrey's my brand. You know, if he's healthy, he's an average close to thirty. Fantasy points a game, I think. Again, still, uh, I know they've they, they've added some running backs there, but he's going to get all the high value touches there, all the, all the targets, all the carries inside the five, inside the ten, and and so he's a guy that I'm just going to take every time there. And again, best ball, I'm still leaning running back early, so that's that's what I what I'm going to do there. Um, coming back, I, I was targeting probably two receivers there, looking at kind of the ADP. And there, I knew there wasn't going to be a running back there that I that, that, that I loved. Uh, Gibson, if he would have fallen, if, if Theo would have passed on Gibson, I would have considered him there. But um, I really like the, the the Tampa receiving core right now. Again, 
um, Mike Evans, Godwin. I, I thought I, it, I considered if Lamb wasn't there and Diggs was gone or something like, like that, I would have considered reaching. And I know you're not supposed to do that, but I would have considered reaching here for an Evans Godwin stack, and then and then and then maybe push the envelope a little bit on Tom Brady later on. But mm-hmm. um, but I really like being able to Evans there. And I was shocked. I know, you know, with going three wide receivers, um, you have to start three and a lot of guys. I mean, we had, you know, Stadler, Brad Stadler went a heavy receiver, Musio and Dave went heavy receiver early. Um, Dan Williamson went heavy receiver early, but I was still surprised to see Dobbins there at the four or five turn. I, that's the latest I've seen him go in these kind of um, shark drafts here. Um, and, yes. and we've talked about Dobbins and, and Jacob's there too. What do you think of those, those two backs there? I like your argument, your position on Dobbins burning the hole in their pocket. I think that could be right. I mean, I'm, I'm also Baltimore. So you and I are yeah. <laughs> aligned when we get to my team, but I, I'm fine with it, you know, and, and Jacob's I think is good too. I mean, I think maybe Adams is a little bit bad for Jacob's, but still like, he should be their running back, and I don't think there's, relatively speaking, not that much competition. So, if they play, if that division is just sort of off the rails and it's shootouts all the time, like it's the AFL, then you know I think there's he catches the ball. I mean, I think I think Jacobs is fine in uh, in round five, running back twenty. It drops off after that. Um, Lamb, Lamb for me is somebody. So I was ten. And that would have been pick 15 in the second round. I wanted A.J. Brown. The, the, the thing was kind of built around getting A.J. Brown, and I was I was happy to have him. Yeah. Is Lamb not even okay there? Like, if A.J. Brown goes at 14 and I take Lamb, which I might have done, I mean, would that have been bad? I mean, based on ADP, sure. But I like Lamb. People are – off a lamb this year right now and i'm not really sure why i mean (laughs) amari cooper's gone um you know he was he's still growing as a receiver nobody i don't think denies his his talent um you know and i i know he had some some down games the last year but he's gonna get better him and the rapport between him and dax are gonna get better i know the coaching staff there is a is garbage i get it but I feel like he's the clear number one there now. Um, they have a whole offseason together to build on that. They got a, still got a good line. They got a good running game. They play in a dome. They're going to score points. Like It's not like I got Lamb at some crazy value at 10, but I could see him creeping up, Mike. I mean, he one, two, three, four, five. So A.J. Brown, oh, yeah, it's, it tells me there. A.J. Brown was wide receiver six. I mean, you take him as wide receiver six or seven. I mean, I like him over Jalen Waddle. I like him over Debo. I like him right there with with Diggs. I mean, if the Bills, especially if the Bills take a receiver in the first round, you know, I like Lamb's Lamb with Diggs there. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I don't really see what the hate is on on Lamb. I mean, he's still going top ten, but yeah, still. right. I don't think it's hate. It's just sort. Of, there are so many good choices there. The yeah. One player, if if you don't mind, just for a second here, and I'm I'm definitely not criticizing Pat Fitzmorris who took him because, I mean, it, it's of course fine, and it's also not early. I can't bring myself to draft Debo Samuel. Yeah. In, in the second round. I just like these other guys more. 
I mean, whether it's number of targets, the quarterback uncertainty with San Francisco, I mean, he is so good and so impressive, Samuel, but I'm always leaning somewhere else. Yeah, I can, I, I completely agree. I mean, you've got a, a probably a running quarterback starting this year in Trey Lance. You got a, a good running back there with Elijah Mitchell, you know, and so, I mean, so much of Debo Samuel's value came from running the football and he started to get banged up at the end of the year when he was with, with all those carries, you know, I think, you know, two, three carries a game is, is fine. He was getting, you know, six, seven carries, eight carries sometimes. So um, I think so much value lies there. And I think that he's not either not going to get that or he's going to get that type of volume and he's going to get all, all banged up. You know, I, I mean, to take him over a guy like Diggs, who's got a all pro quarterback throwing to him and lamb and Higgins, you know, I, I would take him more around the, I don't know, the Chris, the Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson kind of tier back there. And Hopkins, you know, Jared was talking about Hopkins on the show last night. I don't want to go off topic, but yeah, I think Hopkins yeah. will end up moving up also. Everybody loves Jared. <laughs> right? I mean, just, you know, he had 10 of us down there or so. Who's your favorite team? I hate to do it, but I, Jared, you know. I just wanted to make one joke, so I picked Brad Stadler, who was at, yeah. at seven, and I, I like him, and I like all that yellow, so it wasn't strained, but I'm like, oh, I like Brad, even though he didn't pick Mike Strachan, because you and I went to the Expo. <laughs> he loves Strachan. At, at that bar, and watching Strachan making plays in that preseason, that Sunday afternoon preseason game against Carolina. <laughs> Mike Strachan. So I go into the bare knuckle, where you can't use any notes, can't write anything down, and it's around a million <laughs> and I'm just like who gave me exactly nothing. Zero. I don't hold that against Brad. I, I do like the idea of his team, but we'll get to that, I guess. So for me, Javante Williams at 10. Yeah. This I want to talk about. I text. So we got the draft order a few hours before the draft, naturally. And yeah. I texted Billy, you know, like, oh, I don't like 10. It didn't do well in the draw. And he said, I like all the positions. I'm like, you know, ha ha. He's like, no, I really do. And so if I can ask it this way, is that how you're supposed to be? Where you're supposed to like everything equally and just build differently and, you know, take the diversity, welcome it. And just you're playing against the room. I mean, that's fine. Everything's sort of been averaged out and you see ADP and you know where the community stands on everybody. And, and you know, okay. But. I didn't like anybody at 110, and I was worried that I, it, somebody had to slip for me to be happy, and it didn't happen. Tyreek Hill at 111 would have been my other choice, but I wanted one running back there, and I really don't want to draft Dalvin Cook. Uh, so is there such – do you feel that? When you get the draft order, do you react? Uh, yes. Now, listen, back when I first started playing fantasy football, when I was a, a youngster – I used to drive. So my cousins, as you, my cousins live on, on Grand Island, and one of my favorite early leagues in my life. I live on Grand Island. I, that's right. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite. So shout out to Matt and Andy Papano if, if, if they're listening. Temptation Island, <laughs> aka Temptation Island. Uh, I just saw Burger King on Grand Island. That's about all I saw. Yeah. But um, but yeah. It, so I used to drive out there to draw the draft order. An hour and a half drive just for the draft order, not even the draft. We would draft like months later. That's how it's, that's what like, yes. so I growing up, the draft order was like, oh, I can't wait to find out what my pick is and do my mock drafts on 
mockdraftcentral.com if that even exists anymore. So, uh, so yeah, the, the, the draft spot's fun. Football guys drafts, right? You do a football guys draft and you sign up and you're waiting for that email to yep. come in of what, what draft pick you have. You know what I mean? So Main event. That's half the fun of it is finding out what it is. But once you know what it is, I don't care if after that. I've done so many drafts um, over the course of the, of the year that I've got a strategy for each position. It's kind of like um, a poker player who's played so many hands of poker that, you know, when he gets a hand against another hand, he's he's played this before. He's done it before. He's seen it before. Same thing with fantasy football. When you've done so many drafts over the course of, of, of the year, it doesn't matter where you're put, who you're put up against, who gets drafted. Um, you have an answer. And so yeah, yeah, obviously sure. it's March. We have no, we're, we're, we're cultivating that right, right now. Right. So, um, but I totally get, get what you're saying early on. You're, you're, you're looking, who do I want to take? Who do I want to plant my flag on? And, uh, and you didn't really like the, the, the vibe there. I get that same feeling when I get seven, cause I've had seven, like 12 mm-hmm. times already, but, um, but yeah, I like the Javante Williams pick. You know, if if Ingram, if he doesn't come back, Gordon doesn't come back, which he might now because nobody else really wants him. It looks like. Right. But you know how I feel about Javante. I took him in a. Did we stream a draft earlier in like January where where I took uh I might have taken him in, in an underdog with uh, maybe with you and Jared and Matt and all those guys. But okay, right. I really like I love I love his talent. I love the team around him, um, and he will be going in that spot. Um, as long as he's the only back there. That's a big question with Gordon, one of the – I mean, Fournette got paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon, but he's still been productive. If Denver brought him back, you'd have to worry a little bit. Well, I remember that Burger King being built, and it was such <laughs> a big a big event for Grand Island in, the, like, 87 maybe. Right over the bridge. You know, right over the bridge. And, it makes it a is. statement. It's like, here, this is who we are. <laughs> so uh yeah uh all right so javante williams aj brown back around we got the cd lamb we're not really going through our teams because i think it's more fun let's just sort of keep going yeah and stop where we want to stop you know just hit the no whammies hit the buzzer and stop me mike evans of course you love him love him godwin so you mentioned godwin before yeah when does he play? Is he the same? They have Russell Gage. He plays outside maybe now if he's healthy. How do you feel about Tampa with Brady back, Fournette back, Godwin off an injury? I mean, the division is weak. I love him. I love I love them all again. Um, so Arians, back to his days with Pittsburgh, Arians loves to use the slot receiver. And that was my big – Godwin was one of my guys maybe three years ago, but the year he broke out. He was like my Cooper Cup that year, fourth, fifth round, took Godwin everywhere. I think I remember I had him, had him in the pros versus Joes. Um, and Love the player. Love. Yeah, love him. He's so, he's so good. He's got the rapport with Brady, but I want him in the slot, like, like you said. I think they're going to leave him there, hopefully. Um, obviously, I had two wide receiver sets. No, two, two tight end sets, he'll go outside. But if they leave him in the slot and we get him healthy for most of the year, you know, I think without Antonio Brown there, Antonio Brown was a big problem for all those guys because he was so good. He was probably, I think he was the best when he was there. Yeah, I think he was the number one scoring fantasy receiver for, 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 for Tampa Bay uh, while he was there. So maybe Gronk's back, even if he is back, who, who cares? I love Godwin mid third round. He's a guy that I'll probably have a lot of. Um, hmm. this year. And as long as he stays there in the mid third, 
another interesting pick in the third round by Eagles was Aaron Jones. That's probably, I yeah. like Aaron Jones there, but that's probably the highest I've seen him go. Uh, maybe, but I love that. Yeah. I mean, I would have wanted him in round four, if not round three. I was watching Aaron Jones last night. I think he's going to catch a ton of passes for them. I ended up with Dylan in this draft, but, you know, Green Bay, yes, the last two years make you wonder, but they do draft one or two receivers early this year, probably, and they trade for somebody or they make it work. You know, they're, they're a Super Bowl contender and they should be appealing, but who do they like? That, that's what you don't know. Right. Uh, I just can't believe like, they're not going to go into the season like they are right now. And Jones has been he's been prolific yep. as a receiver. And Dylan is proven. I mean, I, I think Aaron Jones might have a, a seriously prominent role as a receiver on that team is what they envision, you know, going into the season. One pick later, I go Mark Andrews. So tight end at 310. Yeah. Andrews is so safe, I think. So, I mean, it, it's a relative term, but oof. I mean, I just I, I thought about stacking a lot, as you'll see as we go, and that's something we'll talk about because I, I want answers. Um, I was pleased. Yeah, Andrews is one of those guys. When you say safe, he's one of those guys that when he plays and they want to get him the ball, it's I feel like it's it's so easy. It's so easy to get him the ball. Now I will say there was a now that I'm saying that there's a prime time game, and I can't remember which where he had like eight targets and caught like one of them and got like pass interference, deep pass interference where he catches it for like 50 yards, but they, but they take the pass interference instead of the catch. I remember this is all, it's all coming back to me now, but when (laughs) when they want to go to Andrews, I mean, there's the primetime games where he had three scores, two, two point conversions in one game. It's like, he's like you said, he's super safe. He's the, he's the wide receiver one there uh, easily. Um, And so, yeah, you know, tight, tight end two, I like it, you know, plant your flag there. And it's, um, it's hard not to take tight ends in these non tight end premium drafts. Well, is it, I mean, is, is that right? Cause you waited until you got to Dalton Schultz in around nine. It seemed like the room was not in the mood for tight ends. Mostly. <laughs> I think, I think what it is, is a lot of these guys, um, I, mean, I don't want to say a lot, probably half these guys are big time FFPC guys too. So I think maybe they, we're taking the opportunity to not have to draft, but Waller, if Waller would have felt, I had Waller queued up. If he'd have felt to me in the fifth, he would have been mine. Hawkinson in the eighth would have been mine. So, um, so yeah, it's, it, uh, sorry, Waller in the, in the, in the sixth. In the sixth, Ooh, right. Yeah. Um, Hawkinson so, is falling in FFPC. Ha- Hawkinson is? Yeah. I think. Colts is going I, ahead of Hawkinson. Yeah. And I don't necessarily disagree with him falling in maybe like rounds where he's being taken, but I still would like to see him uh, be taken. Uh, I, I still think he's better than obviously Dawson Knox. I think he's probably better than, than Goddard, but there's a lot of guys not like Schultz. I feel this year is like going to be a super safe tight end pick in that, in that range. Ertz I'm moving up. Um, so there's a couple of those, yep. those, those later round guys, um, those mid to later round guys, especially in like best ball where you can just package three of them and get and get a pretty pretty uh, high ceiling every week. In this draft, Goddard and Knox went ahead of Hawkinson. So yeah, Bold yeah. Pick. I mean, if I don't pick Ant- DJ Moore, would have been the pick, and he again went right after me. Were you listening to them? I was. 
which I listen to them most of the time for, for, for which pick? Well, throughout, um, because I'm 50, <laughs> when I started the draft, I had them on on YouTube, and then also I didn't realize the Twitter feed was up, so I had the Echo, and I'm sitting here going, do I put up with the Echo? And I chose yes. Wow. I, I, did, I did not want to be embarrassed, so I wanted <laughs> to hear what Billy had to say and then Dave Hubbard. Uh, then I went on, so in rounds two, three, four, yep. I was on with them, yep. and th- this I will remember for a while. Uh, I don't know. Was it Andrews or somebody, maybe A.J. Brown? I mentioned it, it felt like a curse word on a show where you actually can't say curse words, unlike this, <laughs> where, uh, not that I would, but where I said ADP, and here yeah. we go. Yeah. Like, I think both guys and then the chat, like, oh, ADP yeah. is not ADP. a thing. I'm like, oh. okay. So I just learned that. I'm not going to. Look at that anymore. I have omitted anyway. And, and you were talking about Swift there, right? I think uh, you're yes. About the In fact, that's camp. right. I forgot, yeah. but it, it was Swift. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we don't care about that. We do our own. Billy does his own rankings. He doesn't care about ADP. Okay. And I said, for $25, you really don't want to even <laughs> consider it? So I do want to talk about your Elijah Moore pick because I love too. the player. But I'm not so sure about the situation right now. Talk me, talk me, pull it, pull a James no, Conner. No, I can't talk you into it. I would have rather had Metcalf. <laughs> okay. uh, but I, Elijah Moore, I mean, I guess I could pretend that it was more about how I never get Elijah Moore. And really, why is that? Because Corey Davis is there and I'm not sure they're good at all. And, you know, I, I have nothing against Elijah Moore, but it was, it was. Mm-hmm. Met- Metcalf is the only player receiver. I wanted a receiver, and he's the only one who followed that I would have picked instead. McLaurin, I would have done that, or DJ Moore, I would have done that. But only, only uh, Metcalf. I just, I, I feel like the game is betting against overreactions. When you're drafting in March or January or even maybe like June. Isn't sort of the calculation, I guess now we say calculus, the calculus in these things is what do what does the public think or what are most people saying and then what are they missing and then how do I beat that? And the balance is between that thinking and then, well, am I reaching, you know, is it too early? Can I get value later? And I think the real wins in drafts at least, you know, before the season starts are where you feel like you are able to perfect that balance where I'm not, you know, rushing to those players where I think there's a, a misconception or an overreaction, but I'm still getting them later because no one else did. Like that for me is when your draft looks the best, because I mean, this is 3d chess, Adam, and these guys like yourself do this all the time. And yeah, we don't need ADP because we invented ADP. We wrote it. We, we don't need, uh, you know, we, we, we've already written the book on that. We've already, we're past that. We've, we're, we're above that. And like, okay, well, that's fine. But Elijah Moore was just sort of a numbers pick there. And I don't dislike that pick. I certainly don't dislike the player, but I'd rather have Metcalf. Where do you want Kenneth Walker III to land? What's, what, what's <laughs> your right. So RB this is again RB24. What are you hoping for? This is again, I want to talk about Elliot with this. So yep, yep. uh this is more of a I feel that 
rookie running backs might have value because you don't know where they're going to land and people are worried about that. I use the Clyde Edwards Hilaire example every time how he was never running back one until the draft than he was. And what would you do now? You'd rather have five other running backs in that draft. And he's not even bad, but Dobbins, Akers, Taylor Swift, and Gibson even. So I want to be on the rookies. I did a lot of that last night. Where do I want him? Who's left? <laughs> the, the default was Miami. It's not Miami anymore. It's not anybody anymore, is it? I, like who? Atlanta. I mean, Philly? Quarter, Quarter back, Houston, Philly, Philly. Maybe if they don't like Miles Sanders, I mean, we'll we'll know if they don't like Miles Sanders. I mean, I, I, they they probably don't. I don't know that they don't, but Chicago, like it's not, it's not obvious, is it? The Jets, I guess. I mean, no. No, 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 no. Michael we, Carter. I mean, we love no. Michael Carter, but I'm just saying. Uh, who, you're right, though. That, that's a really interesting thing. Like, who is in the market? It's probably round three. Who right. is in the market for rookie running backs? A lot of them have gotten paid, too. You look at the board, you go through running backs. A lot of those guys, now Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them got, have gotten paid, so it's not obvious at all. Elliot, so that's obviously very late. For Zeke, what is that? Six two. Yeah, they 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 got him late there. Yeah, and I've been drafting Elliot. I didn't hear because I have him. Like I, I just thought try something different. That's why I didn't pick Elliot there. Yeah, it still would have seemed like good value, I guess. But how rock solid is it that he plays his same role at least when the season gets going? Zeke. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that. It's, it's, you're not allowed to 99. say that. 99. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's a, there's, there's not a very large range of outcomes for Zeke Elliott. He's either going to be hurt or he's going to do, get the touches that he always gets and he never gets hurt. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy was literally hobbling on and off the field, a healthy Tony Pollard and he's hobbling on and off the field. And they're still, they're still running him out there, you know? So, um, and at that point they're getting, you know, Dave and Billy got him as a, as an RB three at RB 25, you know? So it's, it's, um, but yeah, I mean, I get not wanting to take him either or where you are, you know, you, you, it's March, it's 25 bucks. It's Kenny Walker lands in a great spot. The other guy gets hurt and Kenny Walker's the, the, the man. I mean, even in, in, in Buffalo, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in Buffalo. Oh, right? here we go. Just saying, you're just one thing. I'm throwing teams out there. I'm throwing teams out. You're there. throwing teams out there that have running backs. You think are bad. <laughs> that's, what and? that's what you're doing um well i mean that's a really interesting thing to to study if that's your style right now is and we're only by the way in round five and it's been half an hour yeah you want to you want to figure out and this is listening to the press conferences this is looking up researching how teams make decisions there's a general indifference toward running backs and patience about them in the draft. I think that's happening across the league, but these are still football people who grew up rooting for Earl Campbell, you know, like there, there's still a seed planted there where they want these running backs. So I think rounds three and four, you saw this last year too. There were two in round one, but you still saw this last year too. There'll be a skill set that they want. That is probably a really fun, hard puzzle to try to figure out right now, if you're in the betting markets, for instance, yeah. which team, which player? What does Kenneth Walker do? 
what does Isaiah Spiller do, Brees Hall, et cetera, and then what are the coaches' style, who do they want to sort of, you know, fit in, which kind of player do they want to fit into their offense? Because there are not – last year there were three or four teams, Denver, Miami, Atlanta. We're like, okay, well, they're going to draft somebody. We yeah. knew Pittsburgh was in, and then Jacksonville is kind of weird. Um, this year it's harder to know that, I think. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's t- And that's what's got me like – you know, I, I've been taking, I took a ton of Brees Hall before the combine. Um, and I'm still willing to take him now just because I think he's really, really good. And whoever takes him is going to need him. And even if they don't need, need him, he's going to be the best running back on that team. So I feel like I'm okay with Brees Hall. The rest of the running backs, though, I'm hoping for a great landing spot because I think that they probably need it. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and while we're on kind of to change gears here, while we're on this end of the draft board here, I, I, I wanted to talk about, Larky's team, Josh Larky. Um, I, I really like his, his, you know, kind of the way that he built his his, his roster. Mm-hmm. You know, me too. Um, me too. You know, because the cool thing about roster construction is you're almost building it, or at least the way that he did it, you're almost building it like you don't care. Like the only thing that matters is your running backs, your top two running backs, because if they stay healthy. And they're good. He took Joe Mixon in the first round, Dalvin Cook in the second round. He picked 12th, double tap running back. And then he ignored it. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, Josh Allen and Matt Stafford are his two quarterbacks. Kyle Pitts and Dawson Knox. Now, I wouldn't have taken Knox. I would have taken uh, I would have taken Goddard or Hawkinson or, or even Schultz yep. probably over him. But anyways, and then he took like eight receivers there. Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Jacoby Myers, Chris Olave, Crowder, Devontae Parker, Van Jefferson, Callaway, Watson. It doesn't matter if they're good because you you have so many of them. You're just you just need your running backs to stay healthy, and you have two stud quarterbacks, two stud t- tight ends, and a million receivers. That's how I generally like to build my best ball teams, where I've got two, I usually will go three really three top heavy running backs and build from, from there. But I like, I'm not saying I like the players that, that he drafted. Cause that, that, that doesn't matter when you're doing that type of build. Well, I, I like the strategy of it. Do you agree with this? So I, I think he did a nice job too. What I liked about his strategy was that it was different. Cause I think that's always what you want to be. You want to be a little bit different somehow. Yeah. Now, don't you think, well, I'm not saying this is true in his in Josh's case, but the draft position has a lot of power in how you decide what to do. Like if he's at six, he can't right. he might he might not have been partial to certain players. It might have been just all build and you know that that's how it looks and that's probably smart because nobody knows anything about you know deciding between running back 15 and 16, et cetera. Like you just you take what you get. But this draft he did was, it looks like, all about positions at, at opportunities. He was going to take two running backs. He was going to take 1-1, one, 2-1, one, 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 6 running yeah. back, and then the defenses like that. And, I mean, that's a fun night. You take the pressure off, and, again, you get, you get, you don't, you don't take too seriously what I think, you know, Devontae Parker is going to mean in 2022. Um, fine. And it's different, which – people seem to think is a necess- necessarily an advantage. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and, you know, and like you said, 
going in with that with that plan, I'm wondering if any players, I mean, like round 15, there was a huge running back run, you know, Zaheer White, Ronald Jones, Herbert Robinson, Chris Carson, you know, Jamal, would we have taken one of them over 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 Watson, you know, there for his seventh straight or whatever it was, uh seventh straight receiver. You know, um, I would have liked to have seen him take another running back maybe a little bit earlier because Galvin Cook's going to miss games. And in that scenario, you know, when you need to start two, you know, if he doesn't have one of those other guys, if, if he's not lucky enough to have Michelle starting in place of an injured whoever, McKinnick starting in place of an injured whoever, you know, um, he's going to he's gonna really, really struggle. But, and it's best ball, you know, it's hard with the, with the, with the best ball to pull off a two, a really uh, slim running back build. Um, maybe uh, maybe go one more running back and then pull that off. But I like the conviction. I like the style of it. I, re- I, re- I really do. Would you have made an exception, a special exception for Madison if you had Cook? Yeah, I was actually trying to look to see where he was. Where, where mid-12, mid so he would have had to do that instead of Crowder or Parker at 12-1 if he was thinking yeah, that way. It, yes, I would have because I would have – um, because I need that in that build in, in, in best ball where there, where there's no waiver wire. I need that RB two to be active and healthy. And Madison scoring, smashing when Cook isn't isn't playing. So you're still getting a RB one when Cook when when Cook is out. So right. I, and I, and again, maybe he maybe he was targeting Madison and he just got he just got uh, got burned on him. No, he had to do that in twelve, and there were so many running backs going running back forty two, like probably. Yeah. He had he had an opportunity there. Yeah, I mean Minnesota. I don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. they're they're bringing back the same team to try to get a wild card. I think, and it's weird. Like they just signed Zadaria Smith today, right? Is that what I saw? Yeah, like I, th- I thought yeah. they were going to gut it. I thought that would have been smart, but every other good quarterback except guys in their forties left the NFC. So maybe they're just you know. <laughs> We we they they zagged just like we're talking about these guys doing. That's right. Can we talk about stacking. Sure. Jared comes on. Much respect for Jared. Like <laughs> when Jared when, comes on. When we went to that baseball game, he I was like I was in the mood to interview him. Like what 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 do you think? Who do you like? What do you know? I'm I'm really fond of him. <laughs> and so uh, yeah. <laughs> Next week on the deep end. That's what right. is going on with Jared? <laughs> so he would stacking almost never came up on Billy's broadcast, but with uh, Jared, like the question of stacking came up probably in, in response to something Jared did. He's like, you know, in a tournament, yes, but here, not really. Yeah. I've and I'm over here that. with like three Ravens and three <laughs> Titans. I was all proud. I thought I was playing. Is there such a thing as 11D chess? Because, oh, look at me. Oh, I've got, yeah, yeah, I'm back into Tannehill after Woods and A.J. Brown. I've got my three Ravens. So, but I'm not trying to beat 2,000 people. Right. I just feel like best ball, I should want to do that, all else equal. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think you're wrong. I mean, Jer- Jared's right in a sense where, like, stacking's more important in these tournaments. But it's more important because you want to stack those teams and those players that are going to smash in the money weeks. We don't know who's playing who yet. Like schedule has a lot to do with that. I feel like shootouts and games where you're going to blow teams out. Like you don't want to stack players that have, you know, that are 
you know, you don't want to stack a bunch of Jets or Dolphins if they're going to face the Bills in, in week 15 or 16. So we don't know that part yet. So I think that that's where that comes in with tournaments and stuff. So I, but yeah, I think in, in, in best ball, the type of stacking I like to do is I like to, so for example, look, um, I did a Hardman Juju Smith Schuster stack. So that to me is like, I like to do stacks like that where I've got the number two receiver. I know Kelsey's there, yep. but I've got the number two receiver spot locked in. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a decent week, decent to really good week every week out of one of those two guys. I know the Chiefs number two receiver hasn't been a huge thing, but I think they're trying to, you know, Juju, them signing Juju. I think they wanted Sammy to be that. And Sammy had some big games. Sammy Watkins yeah. had some big games for the, yeah. for the Chiefs. Most of them ended up being in the, in the playoffs. But um, I like stacks like that where, man, if Tyreek Hill goes down, man, now, now I've got the, the, the whole offense. I also I also, I also stacked too. I, got a, I did the CeeDee Lamb, Prescott Schultz. You know, I, I think, I think that's fine. I think getting, uh, getting, you know, and Schultz and, and Lamb might be the top two receiving options in, in that offense. So I think there's ways to do it. Um, I think, I think there's also ways not, not to do it. Um, you don't really necessarily want to want to reach, you know, a couple rounds to, d- to do stuff, but I, you know, I think what you did was, was, was fine. I mean, you got, you got Lamar, you have an elite quarterback with his, elite weapons. I mean, that can't, that can't be, be bad. So I think where it gets bad is if you're stacking bad offenses um, and then bad offenses that don't have favorable schedules, which we don't, we don't know that yet. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think there are ways to stack, but like I said, a sneaky stack that I like to do is to grab a team's number two and three receiving options. And then if, and then you're hoping for one of them will score every single week for you um, or cross your fingers, maybe the number one receiving option goes down and now you have the whole the whole passing offense. It's really sharp with Dallas. Billy and I are drafting together in a, a slow draft and his team is Lamb, Prescott, Schultz. And he texted me like separately. Like, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And so I know he's impressed with what you did in this, or at least I would assume he is. Um, Dallas versus Baltimore. Jackson... Bateman, Andrews, Prescott, Lamb, Schultz. Mm. More fantasy points. Dallas minus 200, Baltimore plus 150, <laughs> 50 bucks, yes or no? Yes. Bet. Obviously. Live Bet. on the air. Live so on the air. If I you win, it. I owe you 25. If I win plus 150, you owe me more than that. Okay. So, Dude. Bill's defense. Go. Bill's defense. You know, I took a lot of flack for this for this Bills defense. Pick. Oh, so, so much flack! It's just getting started. The flack is just starting to pile up. It's just I'm already fed up with it. It's we're in the early 20th. flack stage. It's March twenty second. Okay. Um. So the Bills. So fifteenth. Wait, round. Are, are we sure it's not the twenty third already? Or we have how long have we been up? <laughs> okay, go. Sorry. No, it's good. Uh, the Bills D. So I don't. So best ball. I generally will draft like so for the FFPC. So let me start over. A lot of the best balls I do are, are an underdog. They don't have defenses and kickers, right? So, but when I do them on the FFPC, they're 28 rounds. You're taking three defenses, you're taking three kickers, and you're starting to draft defenses around this spot. Um, defenses in this format score more points. Okay. It's not like the FFPC where the defenses right. are almost useless. The defenses here score more points. And in round 15, I said, you know what? Maybe I can start. 
Maybe I could start a, a defense run. Okay. And you know what? Maybe I would have, but Billy's on the stream. Like that wasn't a good idea. That's right. As I might have started it, a defensive run. As soon as you did it, like, oh, <laughs> that's interesting. And how many people are watching him and listening? You know, All the guys in the draft world, I guarantee you that. So I had him on the two channels, so I was very confused. It's right. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, even even if, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that people were gonna take defenses and they didn't, but no, the uh, <laughs> here's my thing about the Bills defense. I will I will take the opportunity to talk about the Bills defense. So at least there's all these, and I don't have defensive rankings in front of me, but um, the Bills have been one of those teams that can kind that have kind of stayed consistently towards the top of the defensive rankings, which I, I agree. They, they, they flip flop a lot. They're very hard to predict year in year out. And a lot of the teams don't stay up in the top five, but the bills have done a lot to bolster their defense, the whole rebuilt defensive line, Von Miller's there. They're probably going to take a cornerback in round one, maybe round two. They might go get another quarterback. They got all pro safeties. Anyways, the big thing I like on the Bills is they get the Jets twice. They get the Dolphins twice. They get the Patriots twice. With all these offenses looking like the, the, the AFC is just going to be shootouts every single week. And if I can get a spike week or two or three or four or six out of the Bills defense, um, I think I think I I like it. I mean, if I would have known I could get them two rounds later, of course I would have waited. Yeah. But I don't mind making them the number one defense on the board in the in the fifteenth round. And you you uh, drafted Zay Jones and Isaiah McKenzie, who are the eight nine game and a Bills receivers of the last twenty years draft. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. You know, it's a terrible pick. I mean, you, you know, <laughs> I, the one thing the one thing I like is. You know, you might have something with people reacting to the comments, but you cannot uh, – the schedule, you thought about it. The Bills were – they're your favorite team, and they were huge for you last year. Yes. Because they played so many bad quarterbacks. Yep. And I could say this, that they just feasted on those guys. It was Heineke. It was Mills. I mean, there were so many quarterbacks. Zach Wilson twice, Brissett for the whole game in Miami in week two. There were so many great days for them. Yeah. And and even Trevor Lawrence, who they lost to. But mm, wow, it's so different this year. Rogers <laughs> and Cousins and, you know, just Jackson, Burrow, Watson, depending on when the schedule yes. with the Browns, they get the Browns in the schedule. I want Bill's Ravens on a Monday night, by the way. Oh. So anyway, it's just hard. I, I, I'm, no, I I'm a student of nobody knows anything about defense. And no, no, I, no. I don't want to pick the first one. Well, the other thing is, yeah, the other thing too about about we're laughing about Billy making that cut. That's like talking during a hand hand of poker. Yes. If I if I make a bet, coffee housing. If I make a bet, you you don't say a word until the next defense is off the well, board. Okay. It's hard when you're broadcasting. I know. Though. I'm joking. You can't I'm not coffee house. Oh, he's not wrong. Listen, he's Every, not wrong. You and I have done it. I've done it for twenty years. Everybody comes on. Like, How do you think it's going? Um, fine. Everybody's doing well. <laughs> You know, I mean, what are you supposed to say? I went on there. I did that. I, I was happy to go on early, so I couldn't just sort of do my instinct is kind of be critical. But, oh, no, is Bradley Stadler going to be mad? I mean, Stalder, rather. Like, I, I don't want that. I'd, I'd rather at, at my age, I don't I want to protect the relationships and hopefully he'll forgive me for saying his name wrong. We met Brad. So Billy and Brad, this was cool. Yeah. Since I messed up, I definitely want to do this. Billy and Brad were at the expo in Canton in August. 
and they had never met. In, but in they had person. done many shows together, but they had never yeah. met before yeah. like that weekend. That's pretty good. Yeah, they never met for years. They were doing their pod. Yeah, and I apologize, Brad Stalder. Yeah, that's right. My I, mistake. Uh, My I, mistake. I pronounced it incorrectly. So what you're saying is, Mike, you don't want to do a uh, who's a, who, who's the rake question for this draft or no? Like who's the fish? Who's who, who's the who's the fish? Who's the rake? It's obviously me. We everybody <laughs> went on last night and said who's your favorite, and like everybody's like, oh, Jared. You know, will you oh, smile at me? So and sick. then. You know, a couple other people got picked. I'm like, Brett, you know, but nobody picked me. Because the stacking, I think there was a little bit of sort of, you don't need to do that. And you see, the 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 better point is you see the two onesie positions up high. And I feel like that's every that's second grade, if not first grade, for these guys who've done this forever is, oh, never do that. Never have a red and a blue. And, yeah. and Josh did it on the end as a particular strategy, which I think is, you know, right. So um, I don't know, and they, they don't know who I am either. I'm I'm old, and uh, who's this guy? He sounds good, but what does he actually know? We got a very nice compliment from Dave Hubbard. I have been wearing that proudly all day. Yes, I don't Dave. watch many shows, but I watch you guys. You really have something to offer. I went to bed last night. Like, what is it? Right. No, listen, Dave, and Dave's the man. Dave's a guy that I I want to be. I want to be Dave Hubbard when I grow up. Me too. Oh, he's a he's a, he's he's a stud. He's one of the best of the absolute best. So, and he's, he's got Billy under his wing over there and those guys are cleaning up left, left and right. But yeah. And, and to go on what you were saying about, you know, Josh picking 12 and Theo at one, and even me at two, Billy and Dave again at 11. It's a whole, it's the, it's a draft within the draw and you pick at the ends, you know, especially in best ball. It's, it's, this is why this isn't a, you know, it's art. It's to be able to, you have to be able to draft and predict and, and understand like, yeah, you know, I might not get the next five receivers on my board. Maybe I got to take two of them here. Like sometimes you got to go off your board because of runs. And it's just, I love, I love picking on the ends because I feel like it's another challenge. It's another thing to think about. And it allows me, I think someone said this on, on the show with, with Billy, it allows you to kind of, you know, throw ADP away and just go get the guys that you want. Go get your guys because you, You've got two rounds, and, and so you could always make the excuse. Well, I don't think that guy was going to be there when, 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 he, when he got back to me. When I got back to me, well, so well, I, and I like that excuse. I like to be able to go to the bathroom after it's my turn. So I'll give me on the ends. <laughs> That's but right. Listen, isn't aren't isn't what you just said an inherent disadvantage? Like I'm going to pick who I want. I'm going to make sure I don't get stuck at different positions. That right there sounds like the best position to have is in the middle. So, so, okay. I, I, yes. In Kentucky, when I drafted there, that, that you can use your fab budget on your draft positions. And so I found I was most comfortable picking six and seven, I think it was six or seven, wherever like the drop-off was that I, that I saw, I was in four big paybacks. I picked six or seven in all of them. And I ended up cashing in three of them and winning two of them. And I just felt that maybe it was for that year. But the thing about picking six, seven, five, and there's, you can pick, you can pick off any value that falls. Right. Whereas if you're on the end, man, you could be sitting at, you know, where Theo was at the three, four turn, you know, and he might want someone and he's guys falling, falling. Maybe he wanted, you know, Dobbins or something at the, 
one, two, three, at the four or five yeah. turn. Maybe yeah. he wanted Dobbins and it's, he keeps falling and falling. It's like, man, if he was six picks earlier, he would have grabbed him, you know? So uh, I think it's safer and it's probably better long-term ROI to pick in the middle and pick off the, the, the values. Yes. But yes. I like, I like the, you know, I like the, the, the thought process and the, and the, and the game within the game of picking on the, on the ends. One, one late round pick of mine to talk about, and I'll give you one late round pick of yours. Can you scroll it up? Yes. No, but what I can do is, <laughs> what I can do is this. Is that John Ross? That's no, Justin Ross. Oh, sorry. Who's that? I do. I do. I do like, he's a, he's a rookie. Is, where, where is he from? Clemson, maybe? Is he I think? fast or big? Or <laughs> big, both? tall, fast. He's both he's going early. That's right. Malik Willis. All right. That guy had a day, apparently. He had a day. Listen. Where do you want him? Oof, I don't care. I want him wherever he's going to start. So whoever, at, Atlanta. Carolina. Carolina. Sure. Yeah. I want him to start, and I don't want him to ever throw a pass. I want him to run like the like the wind blows. That's what I want. I want these. I want my athletic quarterbacks running, and I rookies, young rookies. I want like Justin Fields last year, like, Ooh. and they wouldn't let him run. Like, oh my goodness gracious! But um, that so that's where I want Malik Willis to go. Somewhere he's going to start, and somewhere where they're going to let him run. Carolina. I mean, they want to run the ball too, like. They're trying. I bet they're trying to figure out right now how they can get them, because they don't want Mayfield and Garoppolo. Yikes! Like they already did that. Darnold was already that. They, they Malik Willis is the perfect fit for Carolina. They're at eight. What do you want? I mean, I'll, I'll move up to one. Jacksonville should trade down, right? They should I mean, trade down. They should. Trade there should be a deal between Jacksonville and Carolina. What would that be? Next year's one. Fine. Here. Yep. And then draft Malik Willis one. Can you bet that? I bet you can. He's the co-favorite as of four hours ago to go second. I mean, is Jacksonville Jacksonville so incompetent that there's no way they would do that? Man, that's just easy. It's just easy. Paris Campbell. Love it. You can't quit him? I can't can't quit quit him. Matt Ryan is good. Okay. <laughs> Way better than once. Way better than once. Sure. And yeah. yes. All it's been for Campbell is stay on the field. So Pittman is going to be the the boyfriend, right? Pittman's everybody loves him, and he's the number one for the Colts. Then what? You tell me. I mean, Jack Doyle retired. Kylan Granson, Mo Alley Cox, Pascal is he there? Like, what are we talking about? Campbell is good. He just he's had a what did he have a car accident? Like he said, just some weird things happen. And that could end up being his story, but what is that? Round twenty-two. Who did you take? Oh, Malik is he, Willis. Is he is he the Rashad Penny of the receiver position? Just a little bit. Can't get healthy, but when he he's gonna have a six-game stretch. Chad Schrader's gonna take him in the draft Trucks Invitational this year. He's gonna have a six-game stretch that win that wins it all for him. Okay. Oh, there's some there's a little tinge of uh, right. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm still not power. More than a tinge. Uh, T.Y. Hilton went later that round. Yeah, there, there you go. I I like Campbell a lot as a player, and round 22, who cares? I mean, you're dealing with guys that people have forgotten about, and yeah. I was excited to think of him. And also Sterling Shepard, by the way. Uh, what, four rounds earlier? I mean, 
there's another good player on an interesting offense who just has not been healthy. So um, I had to catch up. I had to catch up at wide receiver, and I think I did all right. Is Miles Gaskin like? Is he dead now? Like I feel like he he's still in Miami, correct? Yep. He's the same player that Chase Edmonds is. I feel. I feel like they're like the same the same dude. Now they brought in uh, Mostert, right? So and Edmonds, yeah, yeah, and Edmonds, uh, right? So I don't. Maybe Gaskin's on his way out. Maybe I don't know. I just feel like in round twenty one, I'll take a shot on a guy that is an injury away from something or, but it's a new coaching staff and they clearly did, didn't like him because they just, they just brought in two, two new guys. So yep. we'll see. Two, uh, two defenses only is that by design. That was, uh, yeah. I mean, if I went, if I'm going to go with the number one defense, I'm just going to take one late later on and, and be done with it. Okay. I'm mad about getting Bradley Stalder's name wrong, but if I'm Sorry, not mad Brad. about something at the end, then we're not living. Me and, Michael, me and Michael buy your, buy your first two rounds in, uh, in Canton this year. Or that guy will be there that bought for everybody the whole weekend. Oh, he's the best. He, he was in, um, also in K- K- Kentucky. Kentucky. Really? Oh, yeah. Keith, right? Keith? No, it's not, it's not Keith. And I'm drawing a blank, and he's going to message me and scream at me, and I'm going to. Oh, uh, well, that's my fault. He should. And I was he, like, really? Like, the whole bar? Really? He he was the man. He was he, was, he was great. He did. I think he won. Uh, he won one of the one of the big big paybacks in, in, in Kentucky. Did, really? Yes. Did really. Oh, that well. is great news. That is great news. This guy was like, I'm so grateful to all of you. What death dealers. What his name? <laughs> death dealers is his is his Just fantasy like football team. Super name. generous and so happy. That expo has a beautiful, happy, friendly vibe to it. And if you get the nice mm-hmm. weather to line up with it, like last year, we're all outside watching the Browns at this pavilion, you know, center of town last year. Just a great night. So I'm going for that night. Oh, it's going to be the best. Okay, Adam. Well, we can't go over an hour because then this will self-destruct. So we will be Perfect. back on Thursday with a Deep End Dynasty podcast. I had a bunch of ideas today. They were all like, oh, that's better for Thursday. Yeah, no, I'm excited. So Thursday better be good. Thanks for watching tonight and tweet us anytime at Shope Talk, Mike Shope at Adam Crotworth, Giraffe Guy at the Deep End FF1, Deep End FF1 on Twitter. Thanks for watching. See you Thursday. See you guys.